This is Feminist Rating. I'm Fanny. And I'm Katie. And today we'll be rating the movie Parasite. Why don't you tell us a little about the movie, Katie? Parasite is a black comedy thriller written, produced, and directed by Bong Joon-ho, a South Korean director. It won the 2019 Cannes International Film Festival. Okay, so how this works is we each have, well, we each have two ratings. The first is our objective rating of the movie, whether it's, you know, well-directed, well-written, etc. And the second is our personal enjoyability of the movie. So for me, my objective rating is 4.5. Great across the board. Can't really find much fault there. And my personal enjoyability rating would be 3.5 out of 5. Which just means it's a good movie and I enjoyed it. I didn't fall asleep. And I didn't, like, uh, decide to do, you know, self-awareness meditation in the middle of the movie <laughs> like I do with a lot of movies. Oof. <laughs> But I wouldn't go out and watch it again, especially not at the theater. Maybe if it's on Netflix. And no, and I'm with someone who hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> and we'll get into our feminist rating in a sec. So why don't you tell us your ratings, Katie? So uh, cinematically, the objective rating I would give it is a 4 out of 5. I do think it was excellent. Um, well done. A lot of really interesting kind of shots and um, mm-hmm. effects there. Um, that I come to expect from that director. Uh, So really good stuff. Um, My personal enjoyment of it was a 4.5 out of 5. I really enjoyed the ups and the downs and the twists and turns and just the blend of comedy and thriller. That's usually my favorite. So it hit all the right beats with me and it was just a really fun time. Yeah. I mean, for me, it sounds like I think other people would think 3.5 is such a low reading, but trust me, <laughs> most movies would not get above a 2.5. So keep yeah. that in mind. She's a much harder rater than me, so that's a lot. It's because I always find movies, most movies, very difficult to sit through. You know, okay, I'm and not going to was- get into it because people will come for me. So, <laughs> And to be fair, it's a long movie. <laughs> And I didn't realize how long it was, so that means a good movie. So what we do is we have a feminist pass, fail, or non-applicable rating. Though I guess, you know, not applicable. I don't know. A documentary. <laughs> yeah, documentary about a whale. <laughs> right. <laughs> On its journey. <laughs> anyway, so um, we decided <laughs> that this movie... no pass no pass for this in the feminist rating area (laughs) yes this movie did not pass and we'll be talking about that so if you haven't seen the movie yet you should definitely go watch it it's still well might not be in theaters by the time this comes out (laughs) right because we watched it really late um so yeah there's gonna be spoilers so click off if you, you really it. don't want to know okay so let's get into our feminist rating criteria we have five criteria i'm just gonna list them all number one is there a female director or writer Easy. number two are there female main characters is it more than one are they complicated are they real characters number three is the nudity and sex porny <laughs> Number four, is the violence in against women in the movie voyeuristic? 
Is there rape? And number five, the hair test. Is your hair still flawless in the middle of a tornado? (laughs) This. And so, okay. Number one, obviously, did not pass. No. No female writer nor director. Let's talk about the female characters. Were there female main characters? Yes, there were. And there was more than one. There was more than one. We had a whole, like, three, four. But here's where the movie failed. They did not deliver complicated or real female characters from our assessment. Yeah, the female characters felt to me more like plot devices. Yeah. Or some kind of um, tool for the main character, the son, to, you know, progress, to grow, have character growth, whatever. Or to show you something about him. So I guess let's talk about the female character with the most lines in the most screen time in the movie. The wife. The rich wife. She literally is the focal plot device, in a sense. She's described right out the gate as young and simple. Um, And she turns out to be just that, no more, no less. Mm -hmm. A sort of stereotype of a frivolous and naive, rich, young housewife. That is also not good at cooking, not good at cleaning. She's there to be tricked and deceived by the poor family. And that is her role, is to turn a blind eye, to turn away at the most comedic moments while something goes down behind her. Yeah. A lot of the comedic moments is just how they trick her because she's so gullible and naive. You know, that reminds me of the first scene we see her where the guy comes in to the mansion, the state, and he mistakes the housekeeper for the lady of the house, right? Yes. But then we see the actual lady of the house is just leaned over, probably drunk or high or something. And then our first interaction with her, she's just carrying her little Pomeranian. So, you know, think about it. Think about how that sets her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, day drunk, holding a little Pomeranian. Yeah, and as far as the other female characters, there's, you know, the sister, the woman's, the rich woman's daughter, the main character's mom. And the housekeeper. And the housekeeper. And they were all rather one note. Mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't bad characters, but they were not very complicated. Right. The development that you see with the, particularly the, the, the poor son and even his father... There, it's not comparable at all to anything that the female characters do. There's a lot there, mm-hmm. and the female characters, again, are just kind of one note, and they don't evolve or have a turn later yeah. in the film. They don't have, you know, a Growth. three-dimensional character. They don't see have a lot of conflicted feelings and stuff like that. In a way, you can almost kind of read them as assholes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that that's a big cookie that they fit into. <laughs> um, the mo- the poor mom especially is painted as kind of like, and the and the sister is like Cut very throat. foul. They're very foul mouthed and sort of like 
opportunistic. Very opportunistic. You know, they one of the things yeah. that the mom says when they receive that that ancient stone or whatever as a gift is that food would be better. And yeah. that that's supposed to tell you a lot about her character, right? Yeah. Um, and while it's funny and, you know, it's not too bad, it's just we don't really get to see a different side of her. Mm-hmm. Through, through to the end, even, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's a big joke in the house when they're drinking it up that she's washing mm-hmm. her potential daughter-in-law's socks. That's a big funny thing mm-hmm. to them because, you know, the the kids, their, their job, they're tutoring and, like, training, so they aren't really servants. Mm-hmm. And the father is just, he drives, so he doesn't have that difficult of a job. But when it comes down to it, the poor mom is the one that has to do all the cleaning, and she even answers to her own children as their servant and that's oh, yeah. what a housekeeper is so in a way she she's still put in that kind of position yeah. and there's not a lot of talk about it besides that moment where everyone laughs at pretty it. much and i and i want to say that even there isn't a, they're not damsels in distress but we should be already over that hump that should that just should not be, be where we are thinking <laughs> And it should go without saying that it's fine for them to be assholes. Absolutely. You know, yeah. they were likable in how much they were shown, I would think, in that mm-hmm. in that likable asshole way. Like, I think everyone has characters like that that they yeah. enjoy watching. But there still wasn't There's anything not, wasn't more complex a, yeah. than that. In that regard, the movie gets a fail from on that oh, point. Yeah. So, pornified nudity, nudity and sex. There wasn't any nudity. I mean, it is South Korea, so. But then again, you know, some of the imported movies. <laughs> but um, it really depends. Exported this, movies. I mean, this wasn't really. There wasn't about any that. It had nothing nudity, to do with that. Yeah, there wasn't really even any sex. There was some groping and fondling and some moaning, and like a, three quarters of a yeah. boob. <laughs> but you know, it's supposed to be awkward. Yeah, the whole scene is really awkward, (laughs) as you know, (laughs) because the whole family's under the table having to sit through this. Yeah, exactly. So it's not really porny. And the violence against women, you know, even though two women died. (laughs) Yeah, it's Um, not, it's basically like someone got Not died, they, yeah. Yeah, they killed. Yeah, they, yeah. It wasn't, you know, voyeuristic. Well, it is important to note that two, the only characters, or two out of three characters that die are female. No, no, the villain died. The villain died, right. Okay, I guess. Or the weird husband. I guess it's about (laughs) equal, but. Yeah, but out of the three or four female characters, Mm -hmm. over half of them died. Um, And then we don't really get to see the wife, the rich wife. Or the poor wife at the end, either, mm-hmm. and how they deal with everything. So, yeah, it much sad. it much turns into this conversation mm-hmm. between the 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 son and the father. Um, so they kind of just disappear out of the picture. Yeah, which was like, hmm, mm-hmm. okay, that gives them even less of possible character development, right? Because that would be a question for mm-hmm. me. He's like, okay, well, unfortunately, the daughter died, but what happened? Like, where's the mo- Where's her head at? Yeah. You know, like, what's she thinking? <laughs> like, what happens to her, though? Yeah, exactly. And so our last talking point, the hair test, or the appropriate clothing test. Um, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't it, see anything weird without it. It passes. When people, when characters poor people dress it poor, poor yeah. or disheveled or sweaty, 
Uh, that's how they looked. Yeah, period. Exactly. And I actually think South Korea does a good job with this, despite the reputation of beauty standards. Uh, they really, they really yeah. go realistic. It's good that you know they didn't just cast all idols. Well, I guess they wouldn't. <laughs> this movie wouldn't be acclaimed you, if they you, did. You <laughs> but also, yeah, it is true though. If someone already is at that level that of, mm-hmm. of beauty and you wouldn't put them in these kinds of situations yeah, exactly. you wouldn't make them look dirty i mean you know i've seen i've seen people yeah idols do it but so overall we agree that's a good movie we agree that people should go see it and it's pretty enjoyable i think it's definitely a movie you should see with friends but but we're here to do feminist rating and the feminist rating is Next. (laughs) Thank you. Next. (laughs) That is all. (laughs) Okay. Try again next time. (laughs) You can do it. (laughs) You can do it. I believe in you. (laughs) Next time. And so that'll be all for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.